know what you're getting and why you're getting it. Do you know what I mean? Like people are using the wrong glue. They're losing eyelashes. Like little things like this that I want to empower people. doesn't mean that you're spending $40 versus $80, but sometimes it's not even the money component. Ask what glue do they use? So if I can educate just one person, even if they don't use it, and you can then go and tell someone else, hey, have you got fake eyelashes? Have you asked them what glue do they use? What's the theory behind it and how you're getting it? That's a win to me. So it's everything and anything, and I can't ignore what is happening on the peninsula, so I'm going to talk about it. So, yeah, fake eyelashes is on there. Welcome to the Unfair Advantage Project. Unique perspectives, practical insights, and unexpected discoveries directly focused on giving you the unfair advantage. Introducing your hosts, Nadia Hughes and Terrence Toe. Hi, welcome to the Unfair Advantage Project. I'm Terence Toe. I'm the founder and managing director of Strategic Corporation, and I'll be one of your hosts today. And also got Nadia here today. Yes, I'm Nadia Hughes from Smart Business Solutions, and I'm excited to be here and talk to Emma. Yes, so today we've got Emma Magulius from Go Healthier Magazine and Go Pharma Magazines, and here to talk a little bit about your history about what it's taken to get these magazines going and excited to have you here. Awesome. Welcome. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here and I can't wait to tell you about my journey and how I got here and hopefully empower someone else to do what they love. Yeah, love it. So you are in this magazine called Go Farmers? Correct. Go Healthier? Yep. So you go, go person. We're a gay, gay girl. <laughs> <laughs> that was a thing back in the day. <laughs> so why did you come up with these names? I don't know. It was a marketing thing, I think it was. And it, we wanted to keep it as the brand and then grow from there. So originally it was Go Pharma, which is still existent, information that keeps you going. And that's the background of who I am and what we do. And it's educating people. And then obviously off that, we ended up growing into Go Healthier. And who knows what's next? Go Kids, Go Toys, <laughs> Go This. Yeah. <laughs> go so, Away. Yeah. Go Away Magazine. <laughs> Well, there's travel in that. That's what I was going with that one. I'm like, okay, so, you know, how would you describe what you do without, you're not allowed to use the job title or anything like that. Describe to us what you do and how you do it. It's not what I do, it's who I am, which is what's created this. So, I am Emma and I am all about pro-choice. I'm the kind of person that I want to know what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. Things, you know, marketing is so clever these days that, you know, they try to sell you or make you do things without even realizing you're doing it. And it's amazing because it works. People do that. And I'm just the kind of person that I want to be empowered. I want to know everything and make a choice. So it's not about it's pro-choice. I want to know what it is available and why it exists. And that's who I am. So I created Go Pharma 10 years ago. Do you want me to give you a little bit of an insight of yeah, who sure. I am and what I do? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right. It's That's all it's about. <laughs> okay. So I worked yeah, in print media for many, many years in the corporate world and it was pretty full on. But what I did there was pretty much sales and advertising. And it just yeah took a lot out of me. It wasn't who I was, but it was a job and it paid the bills and I was good at it. But loving what you're doing, being good at it is two different things. So what happened was, yeah, I 10 years ago, I had my children my first child and yeah life was hard my priority was being a mother and work was just simply paying the bills Mm -hmm. but because I did love what I did I I stopped working full-time and continued working part-time and sacrificed and put my child into daycare so yeah many many years ago doing this yeah my daughter fell ill Mm-hmm. And I yeah, had to go and attend to her. And, yeah, I had to tell my boss that I had to leave at the time. 
And yeah, that didn't go very, go down well at all. I'd given him a really big sales contract at the time and yeah, he wasn't impressed. And he said, no, I needed to make up that time. And it was only half an hour. You it said. was half an hour. So your boss wanted you to make up for half an hour you had to take, but there was a sick leave. I, Pretty much. Kids yeah. leave. What do you call it? Whatever. Yeah, exactly. But at that point in time, I think I was with the company for almost seven, eight years at the time. So we had a good rapport and I didn't, I thought he was joking, but clearly he wasn't. And I left. And yeah, so you want, you want the drama. Because <laughs> you two are looking at me with drama. drama. I do want the entire thing. I don't want the very abbreviated version of it. And I like. And I made it, it nice and fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. All right. What I did was I put a contract on my boss's desk because I had the phone call from daycare and I said to my contractor, here's a hundred grand. It was a hundred grand sale. Mm-hmm. And I said, I've got to go. My daughter's not well. And he looked at his watch and he said, how are you going to make up that time? And I thought he was joking at the time. I said, what, are you serious? And he goes, no, I'm being, you need to make up this time. I said, I've just given you a hundred grand contract. You want to make up a half an hour? And he goes, yeah. So dun, 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 the drama started. <laughs> I ripped up the, the contract. I threw it at his face like confetti. It was like sparkles. And I felt liberated. And I said, good luck trying to get that contract back. I'm done. I'm a mother and that's my priority. And I left. And, yeah, never looked back after that. It was amazing. It was the best experience I ever did, and I was really lucky to have my husband support me. He pretty much took, you know, he said out of our savings, took 10 grand out and said, here, Emma, I want you to do what you love. And what I always loved, and I always used to tell my ex-bosses that I want to educate people, and they were like, there's no money in it. It's advertising. People want to see their names in lights. That's where the money comes from, Emma. It's not about education. How are you going to find a link between money and what you want to do? No. And I was kept on getting suppressed. And because I had always said this to my husband, he was like, why don't you just do what you love? Just create something that you want to do. And at the time, I had a really great affiliation with government departments. And I said, you know what? I want to empower and educate the rural community on what we have available. So I created Go Farmer information that keeps you going. So I'm allied with government departments and the community and we educate them on what's available. So infrastructure, sustainability, grants. There's so much money out there that the government give that people do not have no idea about. So these are the things that Go Pharma has been doing and is educating people. It's a free magazine. It's circulated Australia-wide. Love it. And it's, it pro- kind of writes itself. So living on the Mornington Peninsula, this is where Go Healthier comes into it. I live on the Mornington Peninsula. Yeah, it kind of like landed on my lap mid last year yeah it was a lot of things that were happening and you know I believe in the universe and the things happen for a reason and there's signs and you can either ignore them and open and close doors and I thought I'm not ignoring this anymore I had many things that happened to me the one that really sticks in mind is friends had bought tickets to Pilates it was a new shop that had opened and they said to me here let's go and do you know Pilates and I said what's Pilates and what what is it and they had no idea so they'd literally gone, put their hard-earned money into this, bought it because it was marketed amazingly, but they had no idea what they were doing. And I was like, what? How are you ignoring what? Is it good? Actually, at the time, I had a bad back. So is this good for me or is it not good for me? And then it just kind of started from there. And then, yeah, it just grew from there. And I was like, well, we should all know Mornington Peninsula is amazing in health and wellness. We have so much here in relation to health and wellness that we need to now educate people on what it is and why it exists.
Is this the Emma show? I think you guys need to talk. No, no. We're, we're listening and we're enjoying listening, right? It's, it's very generous of you to donate that sound time <laughs> to us. But you are, this story really fascinates me because a lot of moms are there struggling in corporate world. And let's be fair, the burden of raising kids is falling on our shoulders. There is no choice who is taking sick leave usually. Correct. In normal it's usually mom has to take and dad is moves on with a career and everything. Another very big thing, there is a big discrepancy in income. There is a big, we still have this gender gap between what women can do since they had children and what men are capable of doing. And as an accountant, I see it in the balances of their superannuation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you can tell any other political agenda, but yeah. numbers don't lie. That's right. That, and I can see it. It's discrepancy is huge. Wow. And it still keeps going. That's where you're probably hitting very, very big news for me. So you went and what the difference between everybody else out there? And in your situation, you had a lovely husband who put his hand in the pocket and gave you 10 grand and tell, do what you love. Bless yourself. Well, uh, I would do husband because that's what I would love (laughs) at this point of time because not every man capable of A lot of men would have panic attack. Oh my God, now I'm the sole breadwinner. Shouldn't she be getting a job or something like that? So this is how you started, Emma. And you went and you start, you finally got your passion aligned with your capabilities. That's the biggest thing. I think what I've found so far is you've got to love what you do. Don't just work because you need the money because everyone does that and you just get money and you go home. you got to genuinely love what you do. I wake up in the morning and love that I can go to the office and do what I do and I don't think about it. My days are probably, you know, 15 hour long. You know, I'll put the kids to bed, I'll stop, you know, 4 o'clock, do the kid mummy run, stop. Then I'm back on the computer again at about 6 o'clock till 10 o'clock at night. Do I think about it? No, I don't. If I was doing that for a boss, probably. (laughs) Would you have some advice for someone else who's going through something similar? So maybe... I mean, that's a pretty kind of dramatic event in, (laughs) you know, tearing up a 100K contract. It sounds enjoyable in some ways, I guess. But (laughs) I mean, to me, how did you feel after you did that to begin with? First, I was nervous, but, and I thought, oh my God, I think I just quit when I did it. And then I felt at ease because my husband was full-time working. So I thought at the end of the day, we'll be fine. He works. My role and my pa- is my kids. I thought there's women out there that don't work. That's what was going through my head. So my money was like an extra thing. It wasn't a survival kind of thing. So I was at ease with that. My, so was my husband. It was like, do you want to stay at home? And that's just not me. And I couldn't have done it. And then he said, why don't you do what you love? You know, let's just see where it takes you from. And I was very lucky at that, to have that support. You know, some people have parents that do that. And uh, my biggest thing is that if you're going to do it, do it with your heart. Like you got to love what you're doing and take that leap of faith. Don't just do it because you think it's a money venture because I don't believe that will work. So how did that work for you? How did you figure out what it was that you loved, what it was that you really wanted to do next? Because I always knew that I wanted to educate and empower people. I loved print media. Everyone's like, oh, it's all digital. No, it's not. Print's never going to die. Newspapers still print. Magazines are still in the shops. News agents still exist. You know what I mean? I remember when 2000 hit in the millennium. Oh, my God, it's going to be no more print. It's all online. Yeah, no, that never happened. So I'm all about, it was just who I was. I realised that. I love print media and I love working with the community and who were my end user, regardless of what I was doing, and working with the businesses. So it doesn't matter what platform of a magazine or an article or whatever it was, that was the foundation. But who I was, was educating. I needed it to be a win-win situation. And finding now those right people that the businesses going, 
understanding who I was and what I'm trying to do is where I found my niche. Not mm. everyone understands me or will go, no, I don't want to educate people. I want to flag my product. Well, that's not me. I find your niche in educating and then I think it's a win-win situation. And as I said, it's very unique to find those people, but they do exist and they're amazing, which means they want to help the community. Mm. And as we said, money just flows in from that. So definitely. And you did say that you have very low tolerance for people who tries to talk about themselves. Yeah, no ego. So when, if I were to write for this magazine, what would be your major basically demand? So for you, from an accounting point of view, so if I had approached you and said, I want you to be in my magazine, I would ask you to write an article about real thing of finances, families are struggling, you know, which means it affects your household. It's hard. So giving the community a little snippet of how to save, for example, you know, what are things that you need to save on and where you can cut back. A little snippet, which means you care, you're really interested. And then whoever reads this, this is then the win to you as a business, would be, oh, my God, Nadia really cares about me and she's interested in that. I should be saving money, but I've got no idea how to. Oh, there's an advertisement. I'll call Nadia. She'll help me. Uh, yes, I'm quite passionate about connection between health and your finance because I honestly believe that there is a big connection and also the biggest asset is not the bank account and any physical asset. It's actually a physical asset. It's your own body and your own mind. Boom, sister. That's yeah. right. And I think when, if I were to advise anybody who's starting up a business, I would just say, make sure your first asset is intact. Don't start business if you're sick, if your mind is not in the wrong place, and if your heart is not there. So yeah. it's basically make sure that you can go. It's a long marathon. It is. It's and an endurance be, test. Yeah, that's right. And the biggest thing is your mind. Exactly. You got to... And but you know we're life. It's real life. So people, we still need money. We still got to get on. There's a mortgage. There's kids. Do you know what I mean? You got to be in that capability to say that if I'm out of the picture, can my husband do this? Yes. And then if you get the nod, then run with it. You know the world's your oyster, and I just believe that the universe will pay you back tenfold. Well, this is really what we're talking about: is the value first approach, right? It's mm-hmm. go out there, create value first, or add value, whatever you want to call it, and. That will, as you say, that will come back to you. And if you put out great information and actually empower people, they'll appreciate that. And when they're looking for the product or service that you're offering, this is then giving them the opportunity to say, okay, well, this is who can help me. There's a link and there's nothing that's like all advertising. It's not a forceful thing. It's everyone's got pro-choice, but there's a link. So the way we've done Go Healthier is that 99% of the articles are written by the advertiser. So as an editor, I'll correct it and get it to where it needs to be. What happens then is the person reading it goes, wow, this is oh, aromatherapy, for example, and they'll be reading it. About, and there's even like, you know, precautions, a word of warning. It's all honesty stuff. It's not just fluffy and amazing bunnies. And then they'll read it and go, well, I really want to get into this. This is really good for me and it's all non-toxic. Oh, I'll, re- I'll ring this company. Do you get- That's where the link is. But if they don't want to, then they've just been empowered. They know what is available and they can go source their own thing. Yeah, that's the link between it of how it works. So what has been the most difficult part of getting, say, Go Healthier magazine up and running? The businesses. The thing that I get all the time is that I'm too good to be true. So I tell them what we are and what we're doing and why I'm doing it and everyone, pretty much all of them, until I sit down with them and they meet me and they understand where I'm coming from and my passion and my energy, it's too good to be true. Who does that? Who wants to educate people and why are you empowering the community? They don't understand it. And then when I explain it to them, they're like, oh, my God, that is amazing. Let's do it. So I work backwards from my business structure is that I got the community to 
I produce this with a community in mind. What do the people need on Mornington Peninsula? What does the tourism need when they come and visit Mornington Peninsula? And that's where it went. So it's, we've gone backwards. So all of a sudden it's grown crazily on social media and, you know, we've got a subscriber base, nearly 12,000 people just on the Mornington Peninsula. And it's crazy. And then now what we're trying to do is as we're growing, we're going now to the businesses going, we've got the community, now we need the businesses. We need the, you two to talk. So, again, too good to be true. What's in it for you? Are you getting a cut? What's happening? No, I just want you to... You're the business, they're the community, they need you. So then I introduced, a fortnight ago, I did a network night where I said to businesses, come and meet and greet each other. I want you guys to start referring clients to each other. And why I did that was I had gone to a dentist and I had hurt my back. And I said to the dentist, I can't sit here for 40 minutes because I've done my back. She goes, oh, that's all right, we'll adjust the chair, we'll put a pillow in, blah, blah, blah. Amazing. Fixed my teeth. And then as I was sitting there, because I know Mornington Peninsula quite well, I knew next door was a myotherapist. And I'm thinking, why is she not telling me to go next door? So she finished doing my teeth. I said to her, so do you know, I just sort of bluntly ask her, is there somewhere I can go that you can recommend to get my back fixed? And she said, no. What? What do you mean no? Have you not? Because I can't recommend. How do I know who's good and who's good for you? I can't do that, Emma. I said, well, that's, did you know next door is a myotherapist? Have you not met your neighbour? She goes, no, I haven't. Well, that's really bad. I said, imagine someone went to a myotherapist with a really bad headache, decay in the tooth, which is giving them headaches. What do you want them to go, go next door and get your tooth checked out? Because I can't feel any tension. It must be something in your mouth. Or you got funky breath. I think your tooth's off. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> and have that referral happening. But none of that was happening. So I launched this network night a fortnight ago. Same thing was happening. People didn't understand it. So what are you selling? I'm not selling anything. Oh, what do we expect to get out of the night? Business cards, meet and greet other businesses. You don't know what door and what opportunity is going to open. And that was hard because people didn't understand why I was doing it. And then come the night, it wasn't one of those network nights where I said, hi, thank you all for coming in. I'm amazing. No, it wasn't any of that. I didn't even talk. We had an amazing spread. People came in and uh, we had practitioners giving away um, services so that people could, other owners could try it. You can't refer it without trying it. It doesn't matter that you sound amazing and we talk. Try the service. So did you have dental chairs there and people drilling? No, we just had, no, it was just meeting great. It was very informal. It was business owners meeting each other because you don't know who you meet and you what you do. You don't know I have to take it. I know, I love it. It's yeah. <laughs> Shut you down there. <laughs> it's all right. Feel, so, feel I mean, well, now's a good time to speak to those business owners, right? That's so, right. You know, what would you like to say to those business owners who don't currently get it, you know, to encourage them to get involved? What I would definitely say to them is it's true. Go Healthier is here to stay. We are all about empowering the community. We are fortunate enough in such a short period of time to have the community behind us and embrace who we are and what we're about. I know that there's businesses on the peninsula that have probably been here for 10, 15 years and have a database of like 400 people. We don't. We have 12,000 and it's growing daily. So we're all about educating and empowering. I want these businesses to know that we're here to stay we are true and it is good <laughs> and get on board. Our biggest thing at the moment that we're launching is a directory. So not all businesses can go in my magazine because I'm all about empowering and educating. And there's, you know, a lot of people that don't get that. They just want to do an advertisement, which is fine, but that's the scope of who my magazine is. So what we're doing now is we're launching a directory, which comes out this summer and we're hitting all the businesses on the Mornington Peninsula to be a part of it so that Go Healthier can become, well, is becoming the wellness umbrella of Mornington Peninsula. So no matter what they're looking for for health and wellness, they'll find it through Go Healthier. It's pro-choice. It's not because you advertise with us or anything like that. It's fall under our umbrella and it's a safe haven. So with this directory, ultimately it will become an app. 
So then people, it, when tourism comes down here on, in summer, like a bit of statistics for you, we have 150,000 locals that live on the Mornington Peninsula. Come summer, last year, ABS statistics launched that we had 650,000 people here who stayed on an average of four weeks. So these people are here to spend money and do health and wellbeing things. That's why they come here. Mm. So, you know, the mum, like, I've had enough of the beach, I'm going to go to do a spa. You know, the dad, heard his back playing golf, on, you know, on holidays, needed to go see Cairo. These are things that we have here, but who are they going to? They don't know. They're only here as a tourism. So with Go Healthier's directory launching and everyone goes, well, I feel safe enough to go, these are businesses who genuinely care about health and wellbeing. That's why they're a part of it. So I say, come on board. Your phones will be ringing businesses, so pick it up. <laughs> so what are you saying is probably 700K of people will be coming next because it's always exponentially growth. Someone gave bills, someone fell pregnant That's again. Right. And you are telling them that let's get together. Let's create a very comprehensive guide how to find you and let's educate those people why they should be coming to you, not just having a blunt chiropractor or dentist. It's just about how they can help you. That's Correct. As a business, open your doors to everyone and be willing to help people. That's what we're creating. It's not, I can't help them. What am I supposed to do with this database? Nothing. Show them my Go Healthier logo. Like there's nothing I can give. All I can do is bring the community together, which I've done. They love what we stand for and what we're about. And now I'm trying to get these businesses to open their doors. Look forward. You know, when they just don't look at what the bigger pitch is and we're all evolving and things are changing and businesses aren't seeing that. They just say, no, I just work on referral. What if you don't know what that I referred you to go to a chiropractor in Main Street? I don't know what his name is. He's somewhere in Main Street. Did you know that Main Street's probably got about seven chiropractors? How are you meant to go? But I referred you. No, I didn't. I didn't even tell you where to go. So it's about creating that direct link of if you're here to be in business and help people, well, you've got to fall under the health and wellness umbrella. And it shows the community that, A, you're not ego-driven and you want to help and you are about educating and empowering people. And that's what we're doing. And then At the end, it eliminates a lot of those questions. So if someone had hurt their back and had read that what an osteo does and what a chiro does, they're going to make the right questions. So all of a sudden, what does that become from a business perspective? It's a qualified lead. They're not ringing up going, oh, I don't know if I need a rub or what I've done, but this is what I've done. I definitely have pulled my disc. I need a chiro to put me back in alignment because they've been educated. So that's that whole link. It's the bigger picture of what we're doing. And Emma, you just mentioned that we have an influx of tourists What usually time of the year they usually come? Yeah, so they start flooding in around about November. So late October, early November, they start flooding in and they're here till around about early February, Mm -hmm. which is amazing. And we all know up here, oh, my God, being locals, you can't find parking. (laughs) It's it's gone. (laughs) Forget it. I don't venture past Mornington when it comes to summer because it's back to back with Yeah, with tourism. And yeah. how are our businesses during this uh, peak season? Are they open? Are they expecting this influx or they also go on holidays? No. So our local business thrives on that. Come summer, this is how they make their money. This is what they need. So now is the winter period. I know retail does, but what I don't know about how health practitioners act. Same. Really? Yeah, because of that reason that I said. So we have so many people come here, stay on an average of four weeks, that things go wrong. You know, women want to go and get facials done. Daughter broke her arm, had to go to hospital, got plaster. Within two weeks, they're still here. Get it cut off. You had to do, you know, physiotherapy. Where do you find it here? There's no reason going back all the way to, you know, the other side of Melbourne. It's all here. So everyone in health and wellness, it's astounded me how many businesses we have on the Mornington Peninsula. I think, I'd quote me on it, but there's about 6,000 businesses health and wellness related on the Mornington Peninsula. That's nuts. And they're all making money. 
So what I'm trying to do is alleviate the businesses that come in and fly by to tap in on this opportunity of what we have here. So you see a lot of pop-up shops open, and I saw that last summer. Yeah, a lot of pop-up shops trying to tap into the market that we've got and the money in. We're trying in the health and wellness industry is to alleviate that. We want it to be a safe haven. So then whoever wants to come in and create a laser service for women you know what, do your homework. Are you good at what you do? Because you're not going to get business because all of a sudden we're our businesses and our community, we're so in networked and referral-based that it's going to be hard for someone who isn't genuinely here to live and make a life of it. If they're just here to capitalise on the money, well, we'll see ya. So this is really a community that's empowered to make better decisions for their own well-being. Bingo. Simple as that. I feel like I need to ring a bell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got it. So we, we pretty much it. put it all into one thing. That's sentence. what it is. Yeah. And as I said, as I, we talk to so many businesses all the time, they don't get it or they just think it's, what? Who does that? I do that. This is what we're about. Where did the concept come from? So it was similar to Go Farmer. I pretty much, it was educating and empowering people on side of it with government departments, but it's the same concept. So from a business perspective, I bought one magazine to the other. And it was about because I had all these things happening on the peninsula going, people don't know why they exist. You know, we've gotten, what, nearly 30 businesses in beauty on Main Street Mornington. They're all making money. What's happening? Do people know what they're doing and why they're doing it and why they need to do it? That's where my aspect was. It, great, you're all here doing your service and you're all making money, but do people know what they're doing and what they need? And that's where I stood. Like, what are all these new things happening? What's LED light therapy? What is hairless laser therapy? You know, what is... Oncology massage. Did you even know that existed? If yes, okay. I do. Good girl. You read my first issue. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's all these things, and that's where I stood from the back point going, all this information is here, but no one has it. Mm. So I'll give you a little story. So mm. nearly five years ago, so obviously before I'd done this, my son had hurt his back, and I had to take him to a chiropractor. And I walked into the chiropractor, as anyone would, and I said, Hi, my son's hurt his back. I think he needs manipulation or can you try and I just feel like he's always whinging. He's like a sore back. The Cairo never explained anything to me. So she had assumed that I knew why I was here and what I was going to get. She laid my son on a table and in front of my eyes, she cracked my four-year-old's neck in front of me, which is what they do. But I didn't know that. You went to school and learned that. Did you explain that to me? Did you tell me what you were about to do? And as a mother, my instant reaction, you ready for this? You're My instant reaction was that she had her hands on his neck and, and I heard the crack. I full force slapped her on her back. She looked at me and she went, oh, my God, you hit me. You cracked his neck. <laughs> She's like, but that's what we do. Well, no. So then instead of me being angry with her, I was angry with myself going, how did I not do the research in knowing what was going to happen? I was putting my child's life in her hands no, no, that was my fault. I was angry at myself. So this is way before I even started Go Healthier. And I was like, I do. At that point, I was doing Go Farm. And I'm like, I'm all about knowing what I'm doing. What an idiot. It's not her fault. I was so angry and I physically hurt her. <laughs> but I was like, I'm so sorry. I had to walk out going, that is really bad. And that's what I'm all about is knowing what you're doing and why you're doing it. These practitioners have gone to school and educated themselves and are good at what they do. But sometimes there's that level of we don't get that filtered through to us. We just assume you need to help me, thanks. We don't ask. Emma, you're getting a bit of a record. You're throwing things into people's faces, tearing them apart contracts. <laughs> then you're hitting them on the back. No, I'm violent. No. It, it sounds fine. I'm passionate. It sounds fine to difference. me. I, I'm Russian, so it's all good. It's all good tone for us. Anyway, what I want to ask you is when you're approaching, who is approaching whom in Go Health 
I see the magazine. It's nice to hold it. I'm not promoting it or anything. It's just my honest opinion. It's beautiful. It's expensive looking magazine. You can put it anywhere. How do I get into this magazine? Because suddenly over here I am sitting. Let's imagine I'm a health practitioner. I am a financial health practitioner. And I decided, well, that's not a bad idea. Considering that there is a season coming, I want to get season ready. I want to harvest all these leads who, which I will be in Monington Peninsula. What do I do? You get in touch with us. So as long as you've read my magazine and understand where we're coming from, you get in touch with us. So you ring us at the office and say, hi, I want to be in your next magazine and then you'll be thoroughly interviewed by me. Yeah. <laughs> are you good for my magazine? <laughs> and then 99% of the time I ask. Not everybody will be interested, engaging, able to write an article. They just good at what they do. Let's say your poor Cairo, which you nearly killed. She, she is not a journalist. <laughs> She was on base on it, wasn't here. <laughs> FYI. She is a journalist. She doesn't know how to write. An so that's where, so good example. So, for example, our chiropractor on in Mornington isn't a writer and chiropractic is governed by a lot of rules and regulations by the association. So Emma will go because I deal with government departments. It's what I do and I've done for many, many years. I'll go and approach the association. So in our latest issue, it's done by the Chiropractic Association of Australia and say so I'm after educational informative magazine and I'm after some information on what is spinal health and why is it important. So I'll get that information from them, but it's supported by a local business. Mm-hmm. So not everyone has to write an article because it's sourced. The information's there. There's an abundance of information and yeah, legal avenues of where you can get this information from and which I can create it to be awesome in my magazine. As long as you as a business have a practice or a service that we can talk about and educate people that don't know what they're existing. Like one thing that we're going to start really getting into now is Bowen therapy. It's existing. It happens everywhere. But no one really knows what it is and why it exists. There's all these different things like reflexology and kinesiology and they're everywhere. So we just want to educate people on what it is and we can find that information. So to answer your question, no, they don't need to write it. I'm an editor. I can source that information but edit it to obviously what my readers want to see. Okay, that takes a load of, of their shoulders. What if I want to come up with an original content? I don't want this information to be sourced somewhere because there is a danger that it will be in some other magazines as well. Well, there's all copyright, so no one can steal it once it's in my magazine. Okay. And then as long as the main things is your article needs to be educational, informative, empowering. Mm-hmm. It cannot reflect nor say your business name in the article. Mm-hmm. So you have to come up with an idea of... In finance, which mine would be the stress, that's the biggest thing and how it relates and affects your well-being. So if you're stressed, how are you supposed to go to work? You can't. How are you meant to make money? It's like a catch-22. So that's the main thing is educating, empowering, informative, and don't mention your name. And if you tick all those boxes, come on board. <laughs> that's what we're about. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. And it, it kind of goes back to I was, I was in San Diego earlier this year at a marketing conference and they spoke about the merging of marketing and content, right? Mm -hmm. Because the two have always, and I think you touched on this earlier, the two have always been separate. You know, you're either marketing or you're providing useful, valuable content. And now there's this merging and people who get it happy about the two kind of merging because it's like, okay, well, yes, we can provide real value over here in our content and we don't just have to be putting, trying to put this, 
marketing message out constantly, we can kind of merge the two together. And, you know, from that will attract clients. The other thing that you've done is you've then merged the community aspect into it, which I think is fantastic. Yay, thank you. I'm Yeah, everyone that meets me, I'm so passionate. My energy is amazing. And because I believe in what we're doing and I just want to empower people in pro-choice. It's happened to us. Everyone does things without knowing. But you know what? Know what you're doing. And if it didn't work for you, you had the choice. You were empowered enough to know what was available and you did it. And that's where I'm standing from. And and it's a win-win situation. As I said, I've been in print media for many, many years. I don't, that's just my opinion. It's not what anything else. I don't believe advertorial works when you talk about yourself. I just think people see it, flick it, bin it. Unless you want your name in life, it's a consistent thing, then it's going to work for you. Whereas I believe that the ego which is where how I ended up falling into what I did, is really bad. People do not resonate with that. They just don't want it. They don't do not want to, you know, be a part of that. And they see it and they put a wall up. They're not interested. You might be having the most amazing thing for them, but the minute you start, I do this and I can give you that, people will block you. You're not going to win from it. Because it's irritating. I can't stand it. My eye can't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> as a consumer, it's just straight away shameless pushing. And I don't like pushing. No. As I said, it might be an amazing product that you need it. And it's so good for you. But at the minute that became in front of you, what do you do? Yeah, no thanks. So yeah. <laughs> it's like when you're walking in the shopping center and they flood you with all these, try my product, try my product. That's just they're pushing. It's all iron. What do you say? No thanks. And you keep walking. So you're removing the ego. Yay. From it. That's right. No ego. Just yeah. honest, truth, pro-choice. Know yeah. what's out there. We're not ignoring anything. You know, in my latest issue, I'm talking about fake eyelashes. It is massive on the Mornington Peninsula. People are doing it left, front and centre. There's a lot of backyarders that are doing it. But do you know what? Know what you're getting and why you're getting it. Do you know what I mean? Like people are using the wrong glue. They're losing eyelashes. Like little things like this that I want to empower people. doesn't mean that you're spending $40 versus $80. Sometimes it's not even the money component. Ask what glue do they use. So if I can educate just one person, even if they don't use it, and you can then go and tell someone else, hey, have you got fake eyelashes? Have you asked them what glue do they use? What's the theory behind it and how you're getting it? That's a win to me. So it's everything and anything, and I can't ignore what is happening on the peninsula, so I'm going to talk about it. So, yeah, fake eyelashes is on there. <laughs> well, I like to butter eyelids. That's what they call it. And it, in fly season, it's important to <laughs> Fly season. Surely you can get one of those hats with the, you know, one of those Aussie <laughs> hats with fly the fly season. In oh, fly my God, season. that's yeah, so yeah. true. Now I'm blinking my eyes. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so we've had some conversations, Emma, about, you know, your business and the way it looks and how much you do, right? Yeah. And you do a lot. Oh, no. Right. He's going to yell at me now. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to yell at you. No, this is not the business coach coming out. Uh, it's a little do, bit right? I can feel it. It, it could be. but So, you do a lot. But what I'm interested in is what's next. What do you see coming as the next step? Well, my focus at the moment is the directory. I want Go Healthier Wellness Comes First to be the health and wellness umbrella of the Mornington Peninsula, the one-stop shop for anything that people are looking for for health and well-being to find it and know of Go Healthier. That's where they're going to find it. And why? Because it's all pro-choice, it's education, it's informative, and it's all under the one umbrella. Otherwise, people don't know. They'll come here or live here and have no idea. If you follow social media, people are constantly looking for referrals. And who is that person that you just got a referral from? Where was that safe haven? That's why I'm, yeah, go healthier. My biggest thing now is that I want to focus on the directory. I've got the community who supports us and is behind us. Now I need to bring the businesses in and create that safe haven of connection. So, 
this is where I'm going with it and it's going to become, and it is becoming the wellness umbrella of the Mornington Peninsula. So when I, people think of it, they'll find it. Are you going to educate them how to network? Because frankly, a lot of people, they're good at what they do, but they're hopeless in connecting. And having a platform is great. That's what you created, platform. But also knowing how to use this platform is probably comes. And you build in community. That's what you said. In this networking event you have held, how did they go? Amazing. So I was like the little girl that had a birthday party and sent out invitations and was ready to cry thinking no one was going to come. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I literally put everything on the line going, oh, my God, I'm like that little girl holding the balloons. Please come. But, no, it was amazing. I had just over 50 people come and it was awesome. They understood what I wanted to do. And there was probably I've got 30 people who are hanging that couldn't come to my first one that want to come to the next one. So, so when is the next one? Well, hopefully with – so, yeah, see, again, Emma does everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aiming for October, but I just need to get a few things and then I'll launch it. I'll do October. It was amazing. Businesses who connected were like, oh, my God. You know, I saw a guy who works on mind – you know, mental health, connect with a dog naturopath. So what's the connection there? Well, she connected as in went, oh, my God, I've got a dog who, you know, has been ill for so long and is on this medication, he's not getting better. And the dog naturopath was like, what, you need to come and see me because I've had success with my herbs and whatever it was. And they connected and I saw it on Instagram the other day where they were doing, she was doing the dog medicine. I went, oh, my God, they were at my network together. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) So... You, you saved know. the dog. I did. Oh, go wow. me. And <laughs> let's not go with the dog dolls. Going to go there, aren't we? <laughs> so yeah, no, definitely. It was really good. The networking night was amazing. That people could connect and try each other's services. That's what it's all about. Why only refer community when businesses should be referring? That's your biggest platform. You know what? The amazing thing is, it gives you opportunity to try all their services. Have you tried every single one of them or not? I, I'm nearly there, yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. At the moment, I'm doing a lot of mindfulness and that's more like, from a spiritual side of things of trying to, yeah, like I didn't realise, you know, when you, you're go, 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 that I don't actually turn my brain off. Hmm. So if someone said to me, do you have a good night's sleep? And that's my journey at the moment, which I'm trying and I'm educating people on, is mindfulness. So yoga, Breathing, all these things exist for a reason and it helps people. So I'm actually on that journey and happy to say it has enlightened me. I have gone to places where I didn't think, what, where am I? Like you would have seen me on social media. I went to a mindfulness last week and I was like, you have no idea why I'm here and what I'm going to get out of it, but good luck to me. <laughs> and But I'm open to it and that's what I'm all about. So I try to walk the walk and talk the talk, if that makes sense. And, yeah, I am trying it. So my biggest thing at the moment is my mindfulness. I do need to turn off and... You know, without your mind, as you said originally, you got nothing. So you need to regroup. And we're really lucky. I can't stress that enough that on the Mornington Peninsula, I've travelled Australia and we don't have what we have here. We are so unique in health and wellness, massive in everything. Everyone wants to help everybody, but well, let's just create that safe haven. I think that's what we're doing with Go Healthier. All right. Well, how can our listener connect more with you? So follow us on social media. Facebook would be Go Healthier Magazine. And Instagram would be Go Healthy Magazine as well. Yep. And you can follow us, pick up your local magazine everywhere. So cafes, doctors, you'll see it everywhere. If you can't, drop us an email at sales at gohealthier.com.au or give us a call at the office. And, yeah. And you've got a great Instagram account, I think. I do. Quite a few followers. Yeah, I do. <laughs> But, again, my biggest thing is social media is everyone and anyone. It's probably worldwide, who knows, 
it's not a real scope of who we are. Hence the reason when I launched this magazine and why I'm telling everyone to subscribe is because we showcase what we have on the Mornington Peninsula. We give away amazing prizes. So in our latest issue, we have a double page spread that we're giving away of awesome prizes. So every month we give away things. I'm just trying to find. So at the end of July, so now, we're giving away a holistic counselling and hypnotic session valued at $150. So if you subscribe, you're in the winning to get that. So every month the prizes get better and better. And, yeah, subscribe to be part of it. And ultimately what will happen is we'll end up doing a blog and there'll be a connection where that community, so ignoring what social media figures are, I don't care if I had 100 people or if I had 18,000 people, my connection is the community. And so from my subscribers, I've got 12,000 people who have subscribed to the magazine who want to know about Go Healthier and what it is and what it's about. And that's why I say, yeah, stay connected and you'll be empowered in what we have available and be pro-choice of what you're doing. That's great. I love the passion and I do want to read your magazine. I just picked up a few articles I would like to know. One of them, for example, is radiation exposure in your home. And now, when I have said it, I think, should I really read it? It's dangerous. But I might not be able to walk in the, in the ho- at home the same way I used to. You may to. never feel safe again. <laughs> exactly. You do. Well, we all are about health and well-being so your mind your body your what we put in and what we put out and the movement but you know what it's healthy living so we've touched on it in our latest issue and i can advise that we are going deeper because it's a huge thing so the article that we've got in our latest issue is on radiation which is wi-fi you know the biggest thing is that we've all got these huge wi-fi when i sleep i'm sleeping with this (laughs) (laughs) phone yeah no very bad so wi-fi in the home is so bad what does radiation do it causes cancers causes illnesses, causes depression. There's so many things that's connected to it. And we're fortunate enough to have this amazing article, which you should all read, and then be empowered that we are lucky that we've got a local company on the Moynton Peninsula that teaches us healthy living and where we should be placing things. So we're not saying don't have it. It's the way of life. But we're saying what is available and where should things should be placed. And a little thing, can I plug someone? I feel like a... a yeah, go for it. Do. Go for it. So All Gone Effects has a thing that you plug into your power like your oh my god i can't speak you know your powerpoint that thing yeah that one one of those you plug it in and that counteracts your radiation so that so wherever you've got it it will counteract it your phone there's a disc that they've got that you put in the back of it and that counteracts your radiation my kids ipads same thing there's a little disc that you put in the back of it like tiny you wouldn't even know it was there but it gives you that peace of mind that it's actually counteracting radiation the other thing that they taught me was that salt lamps I thought it was just go buy them from a hippie shop because they look amazing. But no, there's actually a salt element to it that it counteracts the radiation. Like I've got in my office, which I spend, you know, a good 10, 11 hours a day in there, I have got a huge yeah, salt lamp that tries to counteract that radiation. My salt lamp tends to cry when it's it changes uh, temperature and it just loses this water. I don't know why. Underneath, yeah. There's a theory behind that. Not an expert. Nah. Next question. <laughs> Well, maybe we can write write about the salt therapy. That's right. (laughs) Look, I think we've we've covered some pretty cool stuff, actually. And thanks for kind of coming in because we met at a networking event, actually, funny enough. But thanks for coming in. And I love the story behind what you've done. And I love the motivation of actually getting out there and empowering people. So that's why I thought it would be a really great story to kind of share with some other people. Yeah, I do love what I do. So thanks. Yeah. Thanks a lot for coming in. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Unfair Advantage Project. For more curated resources, visit us at unfairadvantageproject.com.